everyone. So before the episode starts, I really wanted to share about my secret Krampus that I have going on right now and um, matches go out December 8th at 11 p.m. Mountain Time Zone USA and that's on a Friday night. So it is currently open so if you want to join in and be a secret Krampus to scare somebody, um, of course gifting a digital cool item of like liking or anything like that. Um, so yeah, so definitely sign up. I'm really, really excited. This is my first time hosting and across all my social media platforms and the horror community. So it's really, really cool. And I just, I'm really, really excited. And also too, another really cool thing if you do participate in the secret Krampus, you will also be getting a spooky bonus Christmas item on Christmas. So yeah, so it, it is also from me too. So yeah, so definitely go sign up and the link and all the information is in the description box, so be sure to check that out, and I hope y'all enjoy this episode, which is starting now. Hi everyone, it's Holly Girl. So today's podcast episode is going to be about American vampires. So the first one is called Louisiana's Casket Girls. So, young French women and girls arrived in New Orleans aboard ships in the 17th century. They appeared close to, I guess, perhaps closer to death. They appeared to be very pale looking and even coughed blood most of the time. So, these were the casket girls named after their little carry-on luggage boxes, known as casquettes in French, or caskets. They came to New Orleans because the city needed wives for the colonists, and France wanted to get rid of its undesirables. Many of the girls were said to be orphans, and local lore says some of them were also vampires reciting in covenant by day and performing deadly deeds at night. They were blamed for everything, from crop failures to a rash of disappearing hand mirrors. The rumor probably started because of their scary appearance. As they stumbled off the boats, a result of malnutrition during the long voyage and the symptoms of tuberculosis. And the second one is in Rhode Island. So apparently after 19-year-old Mercy Brown had died in the winter of 1892, the people of Exeter, Rhode Island, suspected that she may have been a vampire who had caused the outbreak of conception and um, was known as the TB that killed many people, including her mother and sister. The only way to be sure was to dig up her corpse from Baptist Church Cemetery and do a 
thorough inspection for signs of vampirism. So, sure enough, even after spending time in a coffin, her body had barely decomposed. Her face was flush, and blood still filled her heart and veins. Following the folk remedies of the time, her liver and heart were burned, and the ashes went into a potion given to her brother, Edwin, who had also fallen ill, so Edwin died anyway. So researchers now believe that Mercy's condition was due to her body being kept frozen in an above-ground crypt. So while waiting for the hard ground to thaw for burial. How creepy. The next one is the Transylvanian in Colorado. So the pale, skinny man suspected of being a vampire came naturally from Transylvania, only to die in Colorado during the 1918 flu epidemic. A miner of modest means, Theodore Gleva was buried among the um, tombs in Lagan the Cemetery in Lafayette, Colorado, with a humble marker inscribed with some words in Romanian. But the locals always feared that Glava from the land of Vlad the Impaler was not resting peacefully as he should. So they dug him up. They were horrified to find blood in his mouth and fingernails that had grown since he was buried. Although these are now known as common features of decaying corpses. The townspeople were certain they had vampires in their midst and drove a stake through his heart. How sad. Local legend states that the stake grew into a tree that now sprouts from his gravesite, and visitors swear they've seen ghostly figures growling the cemetery. So, yeah, and also there is, of course, the the tombstone and, like, the, you know, the marker and stuff. And it looks very Transylvanian. If you think about, I guess, a Transylvanian tombstone, like, how that would look like and stuff, I feel like this is definitely what it may look like and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's really cool. Um, but really sad, too. Um, just back in the day, just, I don't know, just, I guess, how people were just so scared of vampires and stuff. Um, the next one is a menace in Virginia. So, when a railroad tunnel collapsed in Richmond, Virginia, it killed four train workers in 1925. Witnesses reported seeing a jagged tooth creature covered in blood and draped in human skin, running from the scene toward Hollywood Cemetery. This was the mythical Richmond vampire, who legend has it exploited the Churchill Tunnel tragedy to feast on the victims. The vampire was said to have found cover in the family mausoleum of the late bookkeeper, W.W. W. Poole, 
and stays there still becoming such a menace and generating so much publicity that the corpse of Paul and his wife had to be moved. Some believe the vampire's story originated when one of the survivors of the tunnel collapsed. A locomotive fireman staggered away, bloodied, badly burned, and dazed. All right, y'all, that's the end of this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed um, learning about more of, I would say, American vampires um, that is known and stuff here in America. So yeah, so thank y'all so much for listening to me. And if you ever do need a friend to talk to about absolutely anything, you can reach me on my Seven Cups profile in the link description box below. And um, until then, stay spooky and I'll see y'all in the next episode. I love you. Adios. Mwah.